Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a good day out there today. Workout Wednesday, and we're talking about something very, very important. The idea of moving deliberately versus moving naturally. All right, and as you hear those things, think about where you want your target to be. Do you want to be deliberate, purposeful, execute, or do you want to move natural? And one is not necessarily right, one is not necessarily wrong, but they apply for different situations, different movements. And for me, this comes out of some very recent physical therapy experience. Well, really a, uh, a wealth of information, but more so to really get it for a couple of patients I had recently. And so we've got these different movement archetypes, right? Whether it's a squat, a hinge, a front rack position, a press, pushing or pull, the pistol shape, right? We've got all these different movement characteristics and, and things that we can strength train within that should be optimal and near optimal, right? To optimize it for our body, that we should have some base level of competence in. And that's a, and again, there are tons of variations within these, but those are some very specific movements and positions where the human body is designed for precise movement, for optimal movement, and to really get some good results. And that this is something where it is important to pay attention to technique here but that's not the long-term issue. Long-term, we want to be able to blend and adapt these movements into something that flows throughout every single day. So for for strength training, yes, we need to be more applicable to just these uh, movements and their variations and be intentional within them. But long-term, we need to be able to see and realize that these movements and these archetypes are not just these ideal shapes that we can only move within them, but rather they're a stamp in time, a standpoint of us that some of our stronger positions, some of our positions that we're made to move within more. Other than from there, we can flow in and out, move back and forth in between for what we need to. So this comes off of a couple patients recently. Um, one of them uh, some low back pain for a while that he had a decent disc uh, problem that was causing some pretty severe leg pain, severe back pain. Um, just had a really, really hard time with it. And it was pretty cute for a while, flared up, got him out of the flared up stage. But then, you know, we got him moving, got him better, doing some very, very basic movements. Um, but then he go, got him kind of using a hip hinge with a light kettlebell. But then from there, he kind of went to the point of where he kind of get out doing a lot more work, um, whether it was, you know, shoveling for a while, whether it was working in the warehouse for a bit, and we just get flared up again. So we had to be very deliberate at first. We had to be very intentional. We actually rigged up a, uh, a weight belt with, because he was starting to get some hinge motion and stuff and do better, but really had a hard time activating the core and moving through that compression 
for a higher weight, a more a weight that was kind of more realistic for him. And that made him a lot more hesitant. So, but he had the intention of pushing himself and challenging himself. So he rigged up a weight belt where it kind of pulled inferior so the load wasn't actually through the spine at that point. It was just through the lower extremity, waist down. And we got him lifting there, doing some squat type motions from that to really get that leg drive in place. The nice thing about that was he was able to translate to the squat where he could do that with weight or to the deadlift and be on the load better. Just really get that leg drive to trust himself again. Very important. We're eventually moving out for him where, you know, now he's able to, he has some hard time at work with doing like a, a certain lever press motion. So that actually resembled the motion a lot of a kind of clean for a kettlebell clean. So we trained him in that, trained him in some landmine row to press and get some of those motions down to train him. And so we're working in these positions, right? And again, I'm always evaluating for what's their intention, what's their mindset behind this. And for him, you know, he's developing work tolerance. He can, he used to be exhausted after, you know, 30 minutes. Recently, it used to be three hours. Now he's like, he still feels kind of okay, but shaky after six hours. So he's doing a lot better for some of his higher level demands, but still not there. What he really wants is being able to feel like the movements can be much more natural and that he doesn't need to protect his back anymore. And I loved hearing that from him, right? Because that's the same thing that I want from him. Where, yes, he can master these movements and the details and everything, but then eventually we're getting to things that are much more fluid, three-dimensional, where he's doing kind of reaching diagonal cutting motions and like motions that would almost be like training him for getting back to using the shovel again and everything and developing a lot more resiliency and robust nature to that but we want him to be able to do that naturally we want him to be able to integrate those movements well to move himself strong without the impulse in his mind of need to protect himself that's how we go from deliberate to natural another rock climber I've been working with, right? He was talking about how he had uh, some poor scap coordination for really most of his life. And again, sometimes we don't give as much credit to that, but it was really true. Now, can we always change the scapular pattern of movement? I'm not always convinced that we can, right? Can we change the kinematics? Can we change it to kind of initiate 10 degrees earlier? I'm not convinced of that for sure. All right, mixed evidence out there. Actually, a lot of evidence saying we can't. But what I am convinced of is that we can, we can change the strength component of the scapular muscles to create more of an optimal balance, right? Really weak serratus, um, poor coordination with that, very over-dominant for lats. And he was having a ton of elbow pain, basically because he wasn't using any kind of proximal stability whatsoever. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, no wonder, right? And it was actually rock climbing ended up helping him, but he hadn't been doing that for a while due to COVID, so he hasn't been doing anything for proximal stability. So we got him out of the pain phase. We got him really focused on some DNS positions, some movements, getting more proximal stability in there and coordination that we can even get him in different phases of the Turkish getup now. And he can take a pause between each phase for at least the first two thirds of it and we can really coordinate. Okay, here's kind of the general scat position, here's kind of this. 
And again, I'm not one for always overcorrecting a ton, but when it makes a direct change to your symptoms, totally a fan of that for the short time being. Similar, again, he's out of the pain cave right now, but we're in the phase for him where if we want to optimize things for him for the long term, part of the optimization is not him having to mentally dwell on that all the time. I don't want him going throughout life having to focus on, oh my gosh, are my, are my scaps not engaged the exact proper way? Now again, is it important to develop tension through there? Yes. Do I want you over analyzing it and putting a lot of focus there? No. So what's the goal? The goal is to move him from deliberate, where he is now, he's very deliberate, to more natural. And he wants that too. And so again, evaluating these things just by asking patients or clients or even asking ourselves, what do we want? What would success look like? How close are we? And different categories. They might be 100% better in terms of pain in terms of longevity function or even in terms of their mindset around their symptoms, right? Physically, they can be fine, but mentally, they can still be hung up on these things and think that they have a more crippled experience that they have to protect themselves. They should not need to continue to protect themselves. They should just be able to do life. And when you do life well, things will work out okay. That's what we're chasing after. That's what we're going for. So, as we continue down this road, movement from deliberate to natural. I'm not saying that deliberate is bad. I'm not saying that whatsoever. Deliberate is good. Deliberate is important. Deliberate is purposeful. And when you're ready for natural, don't stop at just being deliberate. Right? The time for deliberate is when you're lifting heavier weights, slinging it around. And even then I'd argue that should become a little bit more natural over time with the movement sequencing. Right? It's a tool to be learned. But then as far as being natural, right? That's when you just do. That's when you are, you are, you just move, you flow through it. That's almost like, right? Our job in terms of sports and getting people stronger and ready, injury resistant, is not always to change the way you move in sport. It's certainly not to increase your cognitive burden while you're playing a sport. Say, oh yeah, you need to jab step this way, not this way, right? We need to train those reps and the muscles behind them and the movement patterns behind them and the neuromuscular drive behind them outside of game time, outside of practice, so it can become better over time. But our goal, right, for training isn't inherently to make those specific movements way different. It's to develop capacity within them. Now, there's something that's absolutely egregious, right? And I think we all have different scales and definitions of that based on injury history and mechanics, um, based on current tissue irritability. Yeah, we can take a look at that too. But for now, again, just choosing, being deliberate with this spectrum. Just like you can flow in and out of movements that there's a hip knee continuum and spectrum to flow between, all right? That's not just a squat or deadlift as one entity. Similarly, are we being deliberate or being natural? And for different situations, there's more of an optimal answer for that, right? But it's not just one or the other. It's a continuum between. There aren't a lot of times I expect it just to be 100% natural, no deliberation at all. But there are a lot of times, and there aren't a ton of times where I expect it to be 100% deliberate, not feeling any component of natural, like at all feeling weird. But there are some times it's purposeful. All right, y'all. 
deliberate to natural. That's where you should move from, shifting the spectrum. But again, it's a spectrum. Neither is bad, neither is good. They just are. All right, y'all. Keep that workout going strong. Simply not easy.